Jordan Assembly of God, Sunday, September 23rd, 2012, Pastor Greg Wolf. Title of the sermon, Heaven is Like, Part 1. Forgiveness. We finished our, our series about um, God, do I trust him or not? And we learned a lot of stuff. The reason why I like to indicate the old things is because I believe that every single Sunday is a walk. I believe that every single Sunday is like a building block. You build upon another and you learn more and more. And as we walk this walk, as we learn what it means to trust, as we learn what it means to fear God, as we, as we learn what it means to respect God, as we learn what it means to, to um, allow God to work in our lives, we're learning more and more and more. And every single day, um, I mean, I, it's my desire, it's something that, that I... I continually long for in my life because I constantly ask for it is the desire to when I wake up in the morning I want to learn what does God have to teach me today I want to know what God has to teach me today I want to know I want to know what he has for me because every single day is a new potential to learn something I mean I I was at my house I was sick I wasn't feeling well but God was still teaching me I mean, I was still led to his word. I was still led in that way. And I thought that was amazing because I have to say that in the past, when I was sick, it was nothing but staying in bed and trying to get better. I honestly cannot say that I cracked open the Bible and actually looked and prayed. You know, it's not something that I really have to say that I thought about beforehand because I didn't. I didn't think about that beforehand, but as I'm laying in bed or as I'm just sitting there and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and whatever, and this desire and this longing to crack open the Word and just start reading. And it was a different perspective. I'm just saying that that was new for me. I'm not saying that, you know, anything. I just... I want you to open your minds to just, you know, it doesn't matter what the day is holding, whether or not it's chaotic or not. God still wants to teach you something. God still wants to, to, to talk to you, to be with you, and to interact with you in that day. We're starting the first part of Heaven is Like. And this is going to take some time. Um, In this first part, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. The word forgiveness, a Greek word, atheami, means to forsake, to lay aside, to leave, to let alone, to let be, to omit, to yield up, to suffer. So let's face it, when somebody does something against us, when somebody, when somebody has hurt us, to forgive, you're still suffering the consequences of that person's actions towards you. Just because you forgive doesn't mean that all of a sudden everything's all hunky-dory. It doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden all happy. And this word, for the word forgiveness, literally means to suffer. To go through it. To let them off the hook. Another word is used in that same word of forgiveness, of a theme, a theme, 
passing over. Everybody remembers the Passover, where they put blood over the doorways, and when the death angel came over, passed over. I thought that was kind of an, an interesting thing. Forgave, forgave, passed over. Don't hold against. Forbearance. To forbear. To uh, another, another term for forbearance, like a long-suffering. Grace. When Jesus died on the cross and his blood covered over our sins, this is the kind of forgiveness, the same exact word is used for forgiveness. What is the importance of forgiveness? Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 through 15. It's very important that we learn to live a life of forgiveness. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. That's a huge one, isn't it? You say, well, Greg, I've been hurt in my life. I've been hurt in my past. Or maybe I'm hurting. Maybe, maybe the person that's doing something against me is still doing something against me. Maybe I have to wake up every morning and just convince myself to actually stay around the person or be friends with that person. Forbearance. Forgiveness does not give you the permission to take ammo and fire back. It doesn't give you the permission to, when that person throws stuff at you and then you see wrongs in their life, it doesn't give you the permission to take the arrow and say, wow, well, you know what you did yesterday? And shoot him through the heart with the arrow. It, oh, well, you know what you did about three weeks ago? Three months ago? Whatever? Forgiveness does not give you the permission to turn around and start hitting the other person with what they did. That's why I think we struggle with forgiveness. Because we want to defend ourselves. It's a defense mechanism. When somebody hits you, what is your first initial, well, you know, maybe not everybody, but I mean, the, my first initial reaction when somebody hits is to get prepared and, and, and to hit back. You block, you hit, Whatever. Somebody throws, somebody throws a disparaging comment to you. Maybe not your first reaction, but I learned very, very early that people did not respect you unless you shot back. So what I would do is I'd come up with something worse and I'd shoot that back at them. It's a whole interchange of a battle, of a fight. When that person throws a spear at you, you want to throw another spear at you. 
Forgiveness doesn't give you that permission. Forgiveness says that you need to suffer. Forgiveness says that person no longer did it. Forgiveness says you put it aside and you do not remember it and you do not hold that against. And three months from later, when he does, when that person does the same thing, he or she does that same thing, you don't like hit him over upside the head with it. Now, on when the shoe's on the other foot, and we've done something wrong towards another person, and then months have gone by, how do we feel when that person brings it up? Nobody likes that. Nobody. You don't like it when it happens to you, but when, it, when somebody else is there, three months later, you feel the need to actually take that arrow out and say, well, you know what? I'm, I'm telling you one thing. That, that three months. Three months ago, that happened. Six months ago. One year. It doesn't really matter. Time, time has no limit on what we can remember, unfortunately. God says that when He forgives us, He removes our sin and casts us into the sea of forgetfulness. You're like, Greg, but I'm still dealing with the consequences of what that person has done. I am still dealing with that. Do I not deserve to stand up for my own defense? In human logical terms, it makes perfect sense. Somebody does something towards you, you either get back at them or you sue them or you take them to court. When somebody does something towards you in this world, you have a certain amount of right to get back. God's world is a completely different mindset. It says forgiveness. It says to let it be. Why? Because I am forgiving you and I am letting it go. That's why. But that person is so much worse than me. You know, that, that statement, you're thinking in your head, no, I don't ever think that, but really, don't, don't we? Though when we walk into an area, don't we classify certain people of good and bad? Don't we have this tendency to walk in and look at a person and, and they're, they're drinking, they're drugged out and whatever, and that initial thought of, wow, We have a tendency to look at other people and say, oh wow, you know, ah, at least I'm not like that. You're like, Greg, I never said that. I never said that. Yeah, but you know what? But we do, our comments and our actions say that. How we view other people says that. And God says, oh no, you're not. You're just as dirty as that person right there. He may not, you may smell better than you do, but you know, but but he then he does but it doesn't matter because sin is sin is sin period forgiveness doesn't give us the permission to fight back let's look at luke chapter 6 37 through 38 This one always hits me right between the eyes. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. 
Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Ouch. Does anybody else feel that pain? Because every time I look at that, I'm like, you walk into a room of people and the criticalness and the judging starts. Who do I talk to? Oh, don't want to talk to that person. I don't know. Am I wrong? I mean, maybe I'm just the only one that actually goes through it, but I'm just saying that you know, when I walk into a room, that criticalness of, oh, that, oh, you know, that person over there, they talk too much. If I get in a conversation with them, it'll never end. Or, or, oh, that person, ah, he doesn't look like he actually showered in three weeks. I'm not sure. I'm just giving basic examples. Understand this. Everybody has this issue. If it's not that, then it's something else. Everybody has an issue. If nobody had that issue, well, we'll get into that later. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. The importance of forgiveness. The importance of letting it go. It is not easy to let things go. Especially when you have an incredible amount of ammo. I mean, seriously. (laughs) If you have an incredible amount of ammo, an incredible amount of things, that, that wrongs that have been done to you, you are fully, completely stocked and prepared if this person ever chooses to hurt you because you can hurt back. And some of us actually live our lives like that. We keep information about certain people because if something ever happens from that person, you have some place to go. You have a defense in mind. You can jump back through the barrier and you can shoot over the barrier because you have enough hurt and pain that you have built up walls that allows you to give you permission to shoot down. But Jesus comes into your life and says, I want to offend your walls. I want to offend what you have built up. I want to come against those walls. And I want to start bringing down those walls. But then what do I do when I get hit? Turn the other cheek. Yeah, right. I mean, how I, that's a really difficult thing to do. I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, if somebody hits you physically, that's one thing. But when somebody says something against you or passes rumors against you or does things against you, your initial thing of actually doing something, you want to defend yourself. The unfortunate thing is, especially with rumors, rumors is the hardest one, standing up to actually defend yourself is actually worse than just letting who you are speak for yourself. And it's hard not to try and defend against it. 
I have to defend myself. And God says, I am your defense. I am your defense. Do you trust me? We just got through the series. God, do I trust him or not? Remember what I said. Every Sunday is a building block. Every Sunday, you build upon one, one thing upon another. And we each learn every single Sunday what it is to walk that route. And Greg, we, we have this, this series called Heaven is Alike. Well, right now, that doesn't really... The Unforgiving Servant. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 18. Just so you know, we're not the only people that actually have questions about forgiveness, how many times to forgive and everything else like that. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, this is Matthew chapter 18, 21 through 35. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Okay, so 70 times 7, that's what? 490? What is that? 7 times 7? Am I right in my math calculation? Okay, so we got 490. I always look to her because she's the math whiz. So 490 times. So basically after 490 times, oh, then you're good, right? Is that, is that what Jesus is saying? I, so are you supposed to like keep like a little check mark next to the thing? All right. Well, that's 489. Well, one more and then I can kick you out. Is that what that meant? No. Symbol of eternity. Forever. Jesus said to him, I do not say, say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like... Listen to this. The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, way less, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servant saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers, torturers, until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father, listen to this, 
so my Heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses, does not suffer, does not yield up, does not set aside, does not omit, does not pass over. So my Heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart. So a question to you is, how really important is forgiveness? Nobody is guiltless. Let's look at 1 John chapter 1, 5-10. through 10. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. There's several things in that little portion right there. One, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have a fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Basically a process. As we walk in the light... Our sins are cleansed. We do mistakes. We do things in our lives unknown. Even, you know, Psalms talks about, you know, keep me from secret faults. It's in Psalms 19. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. But, here's the thing though, and if we're walking in the light, we're constantly cleansed, but our, that forgiveness though, just as we just learned, is something so very important. Because if we say that we do not have sin, if we say that somebody else is greater evil or worse than we are, if we point, if we point fingers, if we judge, if we look at one another and say, wow, this person, that, that person right there, wow, I'm telling you, they're worse than I am. If we do those things, we get critical. Think of the consequences that you're doing. Jesus says, heaven is like... This king. And then he says, and then he reiterates it, basically, he he shouldn't not have needed to actually say it, but basically he said, my heavenly father will do to that person if you do not forgive. I do not know the kind of pain or anger or bitterness that has been caused from the hurts that you have received through your, throughout your life. I do not know the kind of walls that you've built up. I do not know the ammo stores that you feel you need to keep in order to defend yourself. Now, I can tell you from personal experience, it is not easy to take down those walls. 
You say, well, Greg, I'm going to get hurt. Yeah, you will. I like and love unto this. And friendship, because friendship I, I regard as the same. You are willing to be hurt by the person. It's like you're going up to a person and handing them a knife and say, if you stab me with this knife, I will forgive you and I will still be your friend and I will still love you. And to the world, that is the most idiotic thing to think of. But we are not of the world. It is the spirit that is within us that gives us the strength. Will people hurt us? Yes, they will. Love them anyway. Will people say things against us? Yes, they will. Love them anyway. Build them up. Encourage them. Watch them succeed. If they succeed greater than you, wonderful. And be okay with it. In your heart, truly, truly understanding what it means to forgive. Because when we live a life of forgiveness, then we are living every single day, God is forgiving us for every single wrong that we do. We're not guiltless, and they're not guiltless. The only thing we can do is say, Dear God, forgive us, and I love that person right there. Are we always going to react the right way? No. But then what do we do? We go and we ask for forgiveness. Christianity isn't the easy walk. Christianity isn't, well, let's just say it, it isn't sitting in the pew and just listening to a sermon. Christianity is out there on the road in front of everybody around. Christianity is out there and people can hurt you and people can ridicule you and people can talk against you and you stand there in the faith, in the hope, a hope that is not seen, a hope that is unseen, in God to say, I trust in God and I trust that He's going to protect me. And like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and if He does not protect you, you still believe in Him. Or maybe He protects you and you don't feel like He's protecting you. Okay? Okay? Forgiveness. This is our first part of heaven is like. I'm excited about the other parts. There's a lot of stuff we need to learn. What am I doing? I'm saying that there is a goal to run to. There is something that we need to look forward to and we need to cast off every fetter to run towards it. There's something we need to grasp that the kingdom of heaven is greater than this world. It's greater than what we live in. It is more important than our daily lives. And we need to focus on that. We need to see that. We need to understand it and wrap our mind around the fact that God is really that cool. He's great. He's big. He's awesome. And He will bring us through. But He's asking us to do some really difficult things. So the challenge for this week, search your heart, look in the mirror. Have you forgiven people? 
Now, if somebody has done something to you and has not asked for forgiveness, do not go to the person and say, I forgive you for doing this towards you. Okay? It may sound silly, but I've heard it happen more and more times. It is a, a thing that you will cause yourself more hurt. Because if that person has not apologized to you, then they don't think they have any, they did anything wrong. And it's not going to matter to them. As a matter of fact, they'll just ridicule you more. And they'll hurt you more. Okay? So don't do that. But get on your knees. Or, you know, sit on the side of your bed, however you pray to God. And you go before God and you say, God, I really, I, I need to forgive this person. Or you say to God, search my heart. If there has been unforgiveness in my heart, please reveal it to me and help do that. It is better to go to your dad and say, Dad, I really don't know what I did wrong. Please help me. Than to get found out later on. Trust me, it is always better to go to God and say, I lay open my heart. I admit there's things in here that are not supposed to be here, but I, I really honestly don't know how to deal with it, or maybe I do not know at all. It is better to go to Him and offer Him your heart than to have Him judge it. Okay? Really, really important. So my challenge for this week, challenge for this week, go through your, go through your life. Offer it up to God. Display it open before Him. Allow Him to reveal things to you. And get ready. Get ready for challenges. Because this week, challenge. You take this on, it is going to be challenging. But it's worth it. It is worth it. The difficulties that you suffer this coming up week is going to be worth it in the long run. We're all being refined. We're all being made better. We're all being formed into a fashion so that we can be like Him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank You for this time. Thank You, Lord God, for Your teaching. Thank You, Lord God, for Your Word. I thank You, Lord God, for leaving us this very precious Word that we may follow, that we may learn from, that is leading us and guiding us to You, Lord God, that we may listen to You, that we may hear Your voice, Lord God, that we as sheep may hear You and go towards Your way, Lord God. I pray for protection. I pray, Lord God, by grace and mercy, Lord God, lead us through this week. As we seek in our hearts, in our lives, Lord God, as we look in these areas, I pray that your love and grace and your mercy, that you will walk us through this, Lord God, that as we journey down this road with you, Lord God, that you will just lead us in that way, offer us your forgiveness, your grace and your mercy, and strengthen us and protect us. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Do not forget the whole armor of God. Definitely, when you wake up in the mornings, be prepared, be ready.